Good afternoon. I'm Jane Lee with today's episode of Easy News. Premier Su Zhentang says coronavirus prevention measures will be gradually eased as the government seeks a return to pre-pandemic conditions. The premier says the move is related to the number of domestic coronavirus cases remaining lower than the government had anticipated after people returned to work following the Lunar New Year holiday. The statement comes as the premier has been holding talks on lifting border restrictions and shortening quarantine requirements with cabinet heads. Su says the Central Epidemic Command Center believes the domestic coronavirus situation is under control and sufficient stock of vaccines and medications to control local outbreaks. The National Development Council has approved a feasibility study on the construction of a new light rail line in New Taipei. The proposed line will link the districts of Wugu, Luzhou, and Taishan. According to the new Taipei Department of Rapid Transit Systems, the next step includes conducting an environmental impact assessment, and that assessment is expected to take up to three years to complete. Transportation officials say construction on the new 11.6-kilometer line is expected to cost an estimated 22 billion NT and could take roughly six years to complete. In international news, U.S. President Joe Biden has issued a strong condemnation of President Putin's decision to recognize the independence of two regions in eastern Ukraine and order Russian forces to take up positions there. The U.S. leader spoke to Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky and European leaders after the Russian president's televised address. Simon Marks reports from Washington. The Biden administration says it strongly condemns Vladimir Putin's decision to recognize the independence of Donetsk and Luhansk and his decision to deploy so-called peacekeepers there. The White House says sanctions are coming, initially aimed at Americans and Russians doing business in eastern Ukraine. But the president is under pressure here to go further, and there will be nervous hours ahead at the White House as his national security team tries to determine just how far Vladimir Putin intends to march his army. A meeting is now underway at the United Nations Security Council over the crisis. No statements or resolutions are expected since Russia has veto power. Lawyers for Myanmar's military rulers are asking the United Nations top court to dismiss charges of genocide against the country for lack of jurisdiction. Questions are being raised about who should represent Myanmar after its civilian government was overthrown by a military junta last year. A shadow administration known as the National Unity Government says it should be representing Myanmar in court. But it is the military-backed administration that's facing the International Court of Justice instead. The world's court's struggle in The Hague reflects a broader problem in the international community over who to accept as Myanmar's legitimate rulers after last year's coup. 
Iranian state TV reports that the government in Tehran has returned 820,000 doses of coronavirus vaccines donated by Poland because they were manufactured in the United States. Media quoted an official in the country's health ministry as saying Poland donated about 1 million doses of AstraZeneca vaccine to Iran. But officials say 820,000 of them were manufactured in the U.S., so it was decided the vaccine doses would be returned to Poland. With more than 135,000 total deaths from COVID-19, according to official numbers, Iran has the highest national death toll in the Middle East. Iran has relied on Sinopharm, the state-backed Chinese vaccine, but offers citizens a small gasbord of other shots. That was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Jane Lee.